Welcome to Talking with Tremaine, a health and fitness show featuring Tremaine and David Ellis. Together, this husband and wife co-host team will bring you the benefits of what can be your best life. It all depends on your mindset and understanding of what a fit and healthy lifestyle can truly be. Now, here is Tremaine and David. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Talking with Tremaine show. I am your host, Tremaine, and I'm here with my husband and co-host, David. Hey, 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 what's going on, y'all? We're back in effect round, what what episode is this? Mm, I think it's five. Round five, round, five. round five. Here we go. Let's go. Let's rock with it. Yep. Fifth week of our show. We're so happy that you all decided to join us. And thank you. Big, huge thank you to those who join us week after week. I know I say this every week, but we are just that appreciative. Yeah. Thank you very much. We even saw that some people in China are watching out and listening to us. You know, um, I wish I knew some Mandarin right now, but I really don't. I'm I'm learning. Sorry, I'm learning. Yeah, talking with Tremaine is kind of huge in Ireland too. It was mad love and shown in Ireland. Yeah, I I don't know any Dutch. Um, I think that's the language over there. But speaking of Ireland, you know we get, we got some for you, um, but we'll tell you about that a little later on. Absolutely, but first, you know, we gotta check to make sure. See who's been keeping up with their homework. Let's see who did it. So last week we talked about sleep and we gave some tips on how you can get not only better quantity of sweet sleep, but quality more importantly. So we put up on the website on talking with Tremaine a list of 13 items that you can do, 13 things that you can do in order to help improve the way you're sleeping, the amount of the quality that you're getting when you're sleeping. You didn't have to do all of them, but you know, if you did one or two over the last week, let us know how that worked out for you. Yeah, I just want to say, um, now you notice how she said 13 things. Now you know that number is real significant to Tremaine because she's number 13 in her family. Just to put that out there. So fam, if y'all are listening, yes, all you guys may have come before, but I got, they say the best for last. This is true. So I got the best. Sorry. <laughs> I might have to turn my phone off after this because I yeah. know it's going to be ringing off the chain. Probably so. But yeah, 13 is a significant number. So it's definitely not an unlucky number for me. So. It's not an unlucky number, although March 13th, 2003, that was, a, that was a number for me. Yeah. But we'll tell you about that later on down the road, some shows. Right. But I do have to say, it, it was pretty encouraging after the show on last week. I got several text messages from people, even before the show, when they found out what the show was on, they were like, oh, I have to listen because I definitely need to improve my sleep, as we all do. I mean, we can all improve, I'm sure, on um, the amount and the quality. I keep saying that the quality of sleep that we're getting, because if you remember last week, I mentioned that even myself, I was sleeping, but I didn't feel like I was getting adequate rest. But I had several people after the show hit me up and, you know, they're excited about the information that was shared on the show. And I even had someone reach out and say, you know what, I went to the website and I tried a couple of the things and it actually made a difference. So she uh, started going to bed at the same time every night and also turning off the TV and the phones in the room and she like, it actually, it actually made a difference. So definitely, definitely, if you haven't already taken a look at the list and tried a couple of things on the list, please make sure you do that. Yeah, sleep is one of those things It's just, it's hard to come by, but when you get it, you get it. Uh, like myself, I'm still trying to trying to tackle that whole thing. Uh, I know about the sleep hygiene and sleep hygiene is basically like Tremaine has suggested in the first place about, you know, going to bed at the same time every night, uh, turn that TV off 
telling the kids to leave me alone. Or hopefully they should be in bed by the time you guys go to bed anyway. So, yeah, we definitely got to get that sleep going so we're not drowsy at work. And I, what is it, 2 o'clock after lunch or 9 o'clock? Yeah. Usually, usually when I clock in, I'm, I'm pretty much sleepy as soon as I clock in. Yeah, the struggle is real. The struggle is real. And I will, I will say um, before the week prior to doing the show, I was kind of settled on going to bed at 930. And I'm going to admit to y'all, we've been out of town for a week. You know, when you're out of town, your sleep habits and patterns, they fluctuate a bit. So I didn't quite make the th 930 bedtime pretty much maybe any night. However, I still had my smartwatch on, tracking how I slept and how much I slept. So you can, I told you I was going to post that on the website so you can check out Training with Tremaine. Talking with Tremaine. Check out Training with Tremaine. This is on the Talking with Tremaine site. Check that out and you can see uh, how I slept last week. <laughs> and like I say, there's room for improvement in all of us, so... I'm right there with you. Yeah, it's kind of hard not to get talking with Tremaine and training with Tremaine mixed up because they're both TWT. They are. And they link back and forth to each other. So if you don't see the information you're looking for on one, just click the link to go to the other one. We got you covered. It's kind of like one of those interchangeable words. In, is it inexchangeable? Is that In how you said? Interchangeable. Interchangeable. You know, the English language to me is such a dumb language, but... Yeah. We all have to learn it. Yes, we do. Or you could go to China. And teach. Yeah. And listen to the show. Yeah, I could. That would definitely work. Yeah. We can do it. How about we do our own location in China? Oh, that'd be awesome. I'm game for it. All right. Gonna have to make that happen. Yeah, yeah. Jesse, if you're listening, let's make that happen. And we know, and Jesse's our producer. He's great. He's awesome. He is awesome. He is a big competitor <laughs> because for some reason, he always wants to compete with one of Tremaine's former clients. I have no idea why. <laughs> Just random out of the blue. You know what? But hey, if it's getting them going, getting them moving and active, I can dig it. We can dig it. And we just want to give a shout out to the engineers and all of them. The folks that make this show happen at Voice America. Absolutely. You guys rock. Appreciate it. And oh, by the way, you guys, uh, so one of the um, main guys at Voice America, his name is Ryan. This guy has an amazing voice. Every time you hear a movie, <laughs> it, every time we talk to him, I promise you it sounds like he's about to introduce a movie. So yeah. he's just a, he's a great guy. Yeah. We got a great team behind us, so we definitely appreciate them and get want to give them their credit and a little shout out there yeah definitely gotta do it all right well we got our homework checked our homework for last week to see who got it done and definitely thank you to those who personally reached out to me or sent an email through the site letting me know that you did do whatever you did on the list and how um how you saw a difference so that's that's huge that's huge we are still in march which means national kidney disease month so we're still we're still bringing awareness to that and want to make sure that everyone is aware of that if you go to talkingwithtremaine.com and scroll to the bottom crystal's blog is still there also information on organ donation and we also have a link up there for her walk. When she was on the show a couple of weeks ago, she talked about the annual kidney walk that they have. She's um, local to the Tampa area, so she does that walk. So we have information specific to that walk. But as she mentioned, just look up, you know, the kidney walk in whatever area you're, that, whatever area you're in. And I'm sure you can find it, get more information. Another one in Tampa is in October, but they may be in different months depending on the area that you're in. And if you don't feel like walking, you can always donate through to her team. Um, she mentioned the last couple of years they 
raise over $2,000 is for a great, great cause. So definitely just read up on that information. You may know somebody in the area. You may know somebody who's affected by kidney disease. You may want to do it on their behalf. But definitely just check it out. Make yourself aware. And, you know, go from there. Yeah, rock on with it with your bad self. And you gave me away. I was trying to tell people so they can go to every park and try to find Crystal. Now they know oh, where she's Oh, my bad. <laughs> that's all right. So what else we got going on? What else is in March? Let's see. We just missed Imani. Happy belated birthday, Imani. Happy belated. So you got an early happy birthday and you get a belated birthday. Yeah. And we, we send her a happy birthday on her birthday. So you you just getting it in from us. You are. Even though you go to USF, but that's all right. <laughs> yes. And then we got, let's see, we got March Madness. We just started. I'm so excited. You know, why are you excited? Please tell people. Because for number one, I love basketball. College basketball especially. But guess who got invited to the dance? Not surprised. However, pretty excited about it. I'll let you tell them. North Carolina, Duke, all the North Carolina teams got invited to the dance. That is true. As well as three Florida teams. UCF, University of Florida, and the one and only Florida State University. Hashtag go nose. Hashtag all day, every day. Hashtag representing for them Seminoles. Hashtag plugging, plugging, <laughs> plug, plug, plugging. Hey, so and I love this time of time of the month, especially too, because for number one, with March Madness, you just never know what's gonna happen. Like I love to see upsets, unless Florida State is getting upset. <laughs> but <laughs> but I just love this time of the year and the brackets. With my family every year for the last several years, we do brackets together just just for fun. And I always have to do at least two brackets because when Florida State is in it, because I have to have one bracket where they just win it all. It just wouldn't be right otherwise. So then I might do another bracket with, you know, other predictions. Normally I don't. I just do the one with the family, my siblings, and we just kind of roll with it like that. But that's how we do. That's how we roll. Got to... Gotta represent. Yeah. Um, so, as we were talking about this, uh, I'm trying to look up some information to see if four states ever won like a Final Four. Has A and T ever won the Final Four? Hey, hey, hey. I mean, different conference, different HBCU. <laughs> hey, I mean, you're you talking know. a lot of trash about Florida State, but at least we're there. Well, just saying. let me just put it to you like this: back in the day. A&T used to go to the Big 84. Wow. Such haterade here. I'm just, I'm just asking because I'm trying to learn, trying to understand. Such hateration. <laughs> but, you know, um, yeah, so I'm glad that all the teams made it. So while we're talking about the teams making it, what's our show about today? Our show today is about fitness training with college athletes. Really? Yeah. Now, it's... It's from what I hear, it's the it's a big difference between high school, middle school ball and college ball. So it's a whole different ball game, pun intended. So uh, we have a special guest, Tyrell Nelson, on our show today. He played four years at Gardner Webb uh, University, and this guy. Okay, here's your homework for the week. We're gonna give it to you early. I want y'all to either Google, go to YouTube, look up Tyrell Nelson, or you can go to talkingwithtremaine.com. We have his link up there. Just look at some videos of this guy. It's just, the guy is, it's just mind-blowing, some of the stuff that you're going to see on there. Yeah, he's a, he's a big guy, but that's all right. I think I can take him. <laughs> Yeah, just like you get dunked on Michael Jordan, right? Hey, hey, I've done it. Huh? I've done it in EA. Ooh, I can't even say that. I've done it in some <laughs> video games. And I've done it in my dreams. Mm -hmm. I've done it, you know, just by 
Look at him, sizing him up. I'm like, yeah, I can probably dunk on him. If he's turned around backwards, if he's eating a meal, sitting down at a table, you know, stuff with, like with that. With his hands tied behind his back and... Yeah, well, it's, I mean, if he's eating, he can't have his hands tied behind his back, you mm-hmm. know. Somebody might be feeding him or eating through a tube. You know, Shaquille know. O'Neal throws me up, I got him. Yeah. I'm dunking on him all day. Perhaps. So, back to reality... Wow. Yeah. So Tyrell's going to be joining us just in a little bit on the other side of our break that we'll be taking in a little bit. But just to give a brief intro on this guy, Tyrell, he's 23 years old. He's been playing ball since he was about six years old. He played for his middle, high, and college teams. And now he's actually playing professionally overseas in Finland. So he he's doing pretty big things. Yeah, Tyrell came out the womb at six seven. <laughs> pretty much. So you know he was he was dunking on people in diapers. Yeah, pretty much. But he's even off the court. He's just a stand up guy. So we're gonna let you hear a little bit more about him from him and his collegiate years playing basketball and how he kept in shape and stayed fit during that time. Yeah, because also you know. You gotta be a student too. So, but absolutely, we'll, we'll get back to you on the other side of the fence. I kind of like saying other side of the fence. I though. noticed. Yep. Yeah. So we'll see you guys in a little bit. All right. Stay, Stay with us. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Training with Tremaine is where you want to visit for your motivation and results. Stop by to find out about our training programs. We offer both one-on-one training as well as group training for corporate functions and organizations. We offer boot camps, couch to 5K, and road to 10K running programs. And coming soon, virtual training. Also, take a look at our store for the best in motivational products like t-shirts in both kid and adult sizes. Visit our site at trainingwithtremaine.com. That's trainingwithtremaine.com. Spring is right around the corner, and so is our Couch to 5K and Road to 10K training programs. Join Training with Tremaine April 15th through June 8th, Mondays and Wednesdays from 4.45 to 5.45 p.m. for our 5K training sessions and 6 to 7 p.m. for our 10K sessions and on Saturdays from 7 to 8 a.m. for our combined sessions. Not in the area? No problem. Virtual training is also available. We will finish out our training during the finale race, which will be on June 15th. Register today at trainingwithtremaine.com and meet me on the pavement. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You are listening to Talking with Tremaine. To reach our program today, call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at talkingwithtremaine.com. Now, back to Talking with Tremaine. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Talking with Tremaine show. We are so excited we have our guest Tyrell Nelson here with us today. AKA shoot him up. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's me, that's me. <laughs> glad to be here. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Okay, glad no that you're able to fit us into your superstar busy schedule. Appreciate it. Didn't forget the little people. <laughs> of course not, man. Of course not. <laughs> like yeah, literally I'm, I'm little. Yeah. <laughs> I don't consider myself, you know, a superstar anyway. You know, I haven't, I haven't done enough. You can say that. <laughs> I got you. You just let everybody else consider you that. that that's what's up. <laughs> I'm, I appreciate it. Yeah. So, Tyrell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm 23 years old. Uh, I've been playing basketball since I was, since I was young. Probably since I was like around six, seven years old. Um, I was born in uh, D.C., uh, and I had 
moved to North Carolina when I was in the eighth grade. And, you know, I've been playing ball, you know, middle school, high school, college, and now professional. And it's been a blessing so far, man. It's been a blessing. Basketball can take you. It'll take you almost anywhere, I'm finding out. Literally. And we're going to talk about that a little later in the show. But that's, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. So you mentioned you play, you've been playing pretty much your whole life. Um, so as we mentioned in the first uh, part of our show today, we're actually we're in March Madness. So with you being a collegiate basketball superstar, we thought that it was it only made sense to you know have you on our show for this week. So we're going to get into you know how it was playing in college, but. We know you also played in high school as well. So how was that transition from high school basketball and to college basketball? Um, the transition was it was it was different, uh, most definitely. Um, high school was more so I felt you know free and more so just about you know just certain just certain aspects of the game. It's just like more so just talent-wise. Um, mm-hmm. When you get to college school, you know, people say the speed of the game changes, and that's completely true. Uh, when I got to college, the the speed of the game was, was way, it's totally different. It was faster, simply everything was going, you know, two, three times faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and the tactical-wise, you know, stuff, you know, analytics and stuff like that played a much bigger role than it did in high school. Um, but... I had, you know, my, my college coaches, we had a summer school going into it. Everybody going to summer school. So I had to use that summer just to get acquainted to to different to different things, just you know, acquainted to the game, uh, to the speed of the game, as well as as well as acquainted to just, you know, the the weight room and you know, the classes and just, you know, the free time and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was it, it was different, but I feel like you know the coaches they help you get through it. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So I just want to say that you took to the speed of the game like a fish took the water. Like you just when I saw some of the clips, I was like, this dude looked like he just came out. Like your mom just spit you out, and you were already shooting college ball. Like you <laughs> you were just that natural with it, man. Um, you know, and as we were chit chatting before. The show, I, I, like I said, I looked up. I wanted to do some research so I can know you. I've seen you in church a couple times. And, yeah, yeah, so when he said that he's not larger than life, in actuality, <laughs> by <laughs> by the uh, sports, two, what is it, um, 247sports.com, he was listed at 6'7", 225. So technically, to <laughs> us more normal-sized people, that's pretty big. And as abnormally sized people. Yeah. But you know, in actuality, uh, Tyrell is truly a gentle giant. You know, every time I see him in church, um, he's always very main memorable. Um, you know, walking around, he's he's not he doesn't have the superstar mentality. He reminds me kind of of uh, Shaquille O'Neal who is Actually, larger than life, but he's actually down to earth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That man is larger than life. Yeah, he is. The first time I ever met Shaquille O'Neal, I was down in Florida. The first time I was at Seminole Casino, I think it's in Lauderdale, and Shaquille O'Neal was walking in. I didn't know who he was because he was so big. How do you not know who Shaq is? It's, it's very, <laughs> but this is when Shaq had dropped weight. He had just oh, got right. traded to Miami, and he came up to me, and he actually reached his hand out. His hand was, like, bigger than my foot. So he was like, hey, man, what's up? How you doing? And I was like, you know, this is crazy. Like, this dude, I didn't realize it until he walked up to me. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, man, Shaq, he's a, he's, a, he's a gentle giant, too. Yeah. He's, uh, heard it's very goofy. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tara, you mentioned uh, within that transition from high school ball to college ball, 
you kind of had to get acquainted with things. You know, you have your classes and you have practices and everything else going on. So how was it or how challenging or easy maybe was it for you doing all of that and making sure that you stayed because you mentioned the pace was faster. So I'm sure your physical fitness level may have had to increase to keep up with um, this college, the pace of college uh, basketball. So how was that for you? Um, most definitely, you're right. Um, when when we went in summer school, uh, they gave us what two, three classes, um, and you know, and we still had a lot of time. So they would have us in the gym. The good thing about college uh, athletics is that they schedule everything for you. Okay. So it's not all you know that that you have to do this all yourself. They they schedule everything for you so that really it's just. You need to be here at this time, ready for this. You know, whether it's here, ready for class at this time in the morning, and then you know after class, you need to be here, ready for a workout, and then back to another class, and then you got lunch, and then after lunch maybe you know maybe another workout, and then that'll, that'll probably be days for summer school. Aww. So they do a good job of uh, scheduling everything for you, so that you know you don't have to be just running around and feel like you're all. Uh, caught up or all bombarded by certain things. That's interesting. That I, that I actually didn't know that it was scheduled that detailed for you, but that's pretty cool. That's that's pretty oh, cool. Yeah. It, oh, man, it's, it's super helpful. Super helpful. I mean, <laughs> they even scheduled a study hall for you. Um, they even schedule anything you need, they'll schedule it for you. Just so you aren't, you know, stressed out about, you know, certain things or stressed out about trying to, you know, well, well really they do it so that you don't overlap their workout plan for you. Okay. You know, they want you here with the team for weights and then here with the team for, you know, on court workouts or individual workouts. So they don't want, they don't want your schedule with your classes or with, you know, your study hall or with whatever that you do. They don't want that interfering with any of that. So they will schedule that all around that for you. All right. So let me ask you this. What was your major anyway at Garner Webb? Uh, I majored in broadcast uh, journalism. So communication. communications major. So, <clears throat> so let me go ahead and tell you people like this. What Tyrell is doing, he's pretty much setting it up. So when he finishes playing ball, he can be like Shaquille and be on like the ESPNs and the TNT um which is a great thing. So in communications, I was communications major myself. Well, graphics communications major, but it's not like the easiest thing in the world to do. So. Oh, it, it is. I, I realized when I was there how easy it was. I didn't think it was going to be that easy. <laughs> um, I was on like a lot of writing papers and stuff like that, which I mean, it's some part of it it is, but it is, it's easier than I thought it was. But it's also something that I enjoy doing. So, so Tyrell, let me go ahead. And, let me go ahead and say something like you would um, you pretty much just took all my shine because I was trying to make it seem like you know it was hard. Like you know, <laughs> these kids here to show they won't be like, oh, well, this is gonna be easy. I'm gonna go ahead and do it. You just kind of ruined that for me. <laughs> well, we already know Tyrell is the exception anyway. Graphic design, that was hard. I had to take a couple graphic design and Photoshop classes and stuff like that. And that was actually pretty difficult. Oh. I had to stay stay after a couple classes just to, you know, just to try to finish my uh, my assignments on time and get them turned in on time. So <laughs> I will say that that graphic design and stuff like that, that is actually pretty difficult, man. Yeah. See, it's a lifetime, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you should have came to me for that. That was that's what I did. I could have helped you. <laughs> that was the oh. easy part for me. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, also Tyrell, like we know um, 
when I was at A&T, like, I know a lot of athletes. I used to have the pleasure of training two of the biggest athletes at A&T, and I used to talk so much junk to them. But, um, so I know what the workouts were, but talk to us about, like, the types of workouts, the training for college athletes, like the cardio strength training and calisthenics, et cetera, something like that. Um, the conditioning was always the toughest, you know, just like where you'll find anywhere. Uh, most people will say that conditioning is the toughest. And that's just because, I mean, for me, I just don't like running. Uh, we had like a 12-hour test that we uh, did before we even started actual conditioning. So once you get back from, from the summer, from home, like we had summer school, let's say, in uh, June. And at the, in July, you get to go home. And then in August, you come here from school. And when we come back from school, we had this 12 mile, um, 12 minute test. So you had to run, uh, you had to run on the track for 12 minutes. And, you know, guards had to get about seven and a half, I think, or seven and a quarter, seven laps and a quarter. And the bigs had to get like six and three quarters. And it was, I mean, that I didn't like doing. I'm, I'm not a trapper. And I'm not no long distance running, but if you didn't make it, you had to keep running. So, you know, I always, I always went with the mentality, you know, I'm just going to, you know, run this, throw up afterwards, and be okay. At least I ain't got to do it again, you know? Right. But the condition, conditioning was always the worst. That's yeah. The story. Yeah. Um, Wake difficult. When, you, when you're a freshman coming in, they uh, they always try to add muscle to because, you know, most freshmen bodies aren't really developed yet, you know, coming straight out of high school. You're not really developed. So they trying to, you know, develop you and to, you know, make sure you have muscle. And, and that, that, that don't just mean like big, bulky muscle. A lot of it, a lot of times it can be like lean muscle, just wiry muscle, just so you aren't, you know, on the court pushed around or somebody knocks you and you don't completely, you know, get bumped off your position. Right. Yeah, I mean, especially playing power forward, like yeah. you, you're bigger than the actual small forward, which is not that small. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's not, you think of people like Brandon Ingram and uh, yeah, small forwards aren't that small. Not at all. Um, you easily can play. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't say easily, but you can you can probably hold your own at center too. Yeah, I can hold my own at center too. So, yeah, I mean, but yeah, that's. That's being able to be, you know, strong. You know, I took, I took more so to the weight room in my first two years and got really, really strong, put on a lot of like muscle. And I was able to hold my own and, you know, in the five position and four position. Gotcha. So you spoke about um, them wanting to add muscle and bulk you up. So what was that all about as far as, like, uh, how much did you eat and whatnot? Um, a lot of it was, you know, you had, you had to eat. Uh, eating was never a problem, obviously, because of workouts. You're always hungry, so eating was never a problem. It was just, uh, it was just a consistency in the weight room. Gotcha. But the university got away. They did a very good job of having this. Very, very consistent in a way. I mean, it was it was every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. You know, you got weights in the morning, and you know it wasn't just you know just come in and you know do your own thing, or just come in and you got fifty minutes in here. No, it was it was hardcore weights and stuff like that, and so they did a good job of having you consistently in the weight room, consistently you know working on your body, and also I mean. A lot of people, I'm not sure if a lot of people know this, but, you know, the more you lift weights, the more you weight them, that also prevents injuries. So, you know, so try to prevent injuries on the court as well. Right. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick little break here. Um, and we're going to be right back in it because we're going to get into some some stats that I, I kind of pulled up for Tyrell. So you guys just stick it right there with us and we'll be right back at you. Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. 
Spring is right around the corner, and so is our Couch to 5K and Road to 10K training programs. Join Training with Tremaine April 15th through June 8th, Mondays and Wednesdays from 4.45 to 5.45 p.m. for our 5K training sessions and 6 to 7 p.m. for our 10K sessions and on Saturdays from 7 to 8 a.m. for our combined sessions. Not in the area? No problem. Virtual training is also available. We will finish out our training during the finale race, which will be on June 15th. Register today at trainingwithtremaine.com and meet me on the pavement. Training with Tremaine is where you want to visit for your motivation and results. Stop by to find out about our training programs. We offer both one-on-one training as well as group training for corporate functions and organizations. We offer boot camps, couch to 5K, and road to 10K running programs. And coming soon, virtual training. Also, take a look at our store for the best in motivational products like t-shirts in both kid and adult sizes. Visit our site at trainingwithtremaine.com. That's trainingwithtremaine.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Talking with Tremaine. To reach our program today, call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at talkingwithtremaine.com. Now, back to Talking with Tremaine. All right, everybody, welcome back. Yes, I'm still here. <laughs> I know towards the end, I'm... Didn't say say too much, you know. Once guys get together and start talking about sports, it's just it's all over. But I'm still here with y'all, and Tyrell is still here with us as well. Let's do it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> now, Tyrell, tell us you're playing pro ball. Where are you playing at? I know you're overseas, over the river, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> right now, I'm over in uh, Finland. I'm playing in Finland. Uh, Costa Finland. It's an hour away from the capital of Helsinki. Right now, if I'm not mistaken, Finland, they're real good with money, too, right? Oh, yeah, they really are. Yeah. Everything is so safe and secure over here, man. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's amazing. It's almost totally the opposite of, you know, the States. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. So, um, wanted to know, like, uh, some of the things as far as being a collegiate athlete, like, you have to be consistent, determined, dedicated, and your work ethic has to be uh, A standards, correct? Yes. Yes. Uh, very, very, very correct. Um, you have to be ready at all times. You have to be professional. Because um, at this point, you know, this is different in college, you know, even. Because in college, you know, you have to be. You have to be good, and but you can still mess up and have you know, stuff like that, and you know, be young. But in a professional, it's a much a much tighter string. You know, you're on a you're on a lesser rope. Uh, they hold you to a higher standard. You know, you're older, um, and this is a job you get paid to do. It. So you got to be professional by everything everything you do. That's on and off the court. So let me ask you this. Uh, you were talking earlier about how in college they have your schedule lined up for you. At this time you're doing this, this time you're doing that. Do you think that that helped you with the discipline and work ethic and consistency and all of that that's needed for the professional league in order to, you know, live up to those standards that they have for uh for professional athletes versus collegiate athletes? Most definitely. Um, the schedule college had for me, and, you know, it taught me to be on time. You know, it taught me that, you know, to be even five minutes, to be there five to ten minutes before the time I'm supposed to be there. Right. Um, and, you know, when you're, when you're overseas, you know, men overseas, you can get you can get cut or, you know, basically fired for, you know, most, a multitude of things. So you don't want one of those things to be you're always late to practice right. or you're always late to practice or if they're doing like like my my team we're going to do this um, this community thing where we're going to the schools to like the elementary schools and you know having fun with the kids and stuff like that 
And, you know, you don't want to show up late to that. You know, you don't want to be, you know, 30 minutes late to that. Or you don't want to be wearing what they say, you know, not to wear. Or, you know, not wearing what they say to wear. Mm-hmm. So what is the dress over in Finland um, for playing overseas for game day? Because I know here in the States, they usually want the athletes to dress in business professional, uh, to business casual to business professional. So what's the dress over there for game days? Um, over here is uh, really lax. It's really laid back. Um, right now in Finland, about three degrees outside. And it's, you know, it's, really, it's always snow coming down. Like it's snowing right now. So, I mean, we can come in and sweats in our coats. They give us coats and stuff like that. And we can come in in our sweats and our coats the game day and, you know, be fine because, you know, it's so, so cold. Um, Earlier in the season, when it wasn't as cold and it wasn't snowing, uh, they wanted us to wear um, our like specific joggers that they gave us, like just a specific team wear that they gave us to the games. And so, but other than that, it's it's not really like uh, like in the states how uh, how strict or how you know casual it is. So how was that? I know you said you were you're originally from DC and you moved to Charlotte in eighth grade. So as far as like three degrees, that's that's just crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. And also there's there's like a seven hour time difference here. So how was that adjustment for you initially? Oh, uh, time difference? Time difference. Uh since this is my second year, I'm more so more accustomed to it. Last year, my first year was, was extremely extremely difficult just because, you know, my sleeping pattern was all all messed up and talking to my family. Right. Okay, my family, they're up at four or five o'clock. You know, that's their free time. <laughs> four or five point in my time. So, you know, I'm trying to stay able to talk to them. And, you know, when I can talk to them throughout the day, it's, you know, it's too early for me. So, you know, it was, it's kind of now I kind of found like a good balance in between. So to where I can, you know, talk to my parents and get enough sleep and stuff like that. So I, I got a lot better to it. But okay. as far as the weather, this, the, this weather, man, is super cold. I remember I was outside the other day and I was just standing out there without no gloves for about five, ten minutes. And my fingers were like rocks. <laughs> wow. My phone, my finger, my uh, fingerprint wasn't even recognizable. <laughs> wow, that's cold. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's amazing. Um, so I just wanted to know something. Um, as far as like collegiate sports, I know you said when you go home from school and then you come back, you have to do a twelve minute test, run test that you hated to do. How many how many training sessions per week did you normally perform each week in the seasons, like off season, preseason, in season, and postseason? You said how many uh, training sessions? Training sessions did we perform? Okay. Um, yeah. Why you at Garner Well? No, uh, at Garner Well we did. Uh, it was always a. It was always off season workouts. You know, there was always off season workouts. Uh, each week, you're probably in you know, off season. It's probably about five to six times a week. You know, you're, you're doing something. You know, maybe you're in the weight room, in the gym. Uh, you know, or it's conditioning with the team, or it's something. And once you get in the preseason, it probably goes down to five. You know, five times a week. You probably got the weekends off. Um, and on and in in season, it probably goes down to around three, three to four. Gotcha. And four at the beginning of the season. Then once you get later on, a, 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 towards the end of the season. That's they try to preserve your body and stuff like that for the you know for the run for the tournament and stuff like that. So it probably goes down to three, and then in postseason it's around three or four again. It's around four. Okay, that's pretty cool, man. Um, yeah, it, you just got you just got a lot going on, but you know I want to talk yeah. to you, I want to talk to you about these stats that I was looking at. Like, so if you go to twenty four seven sports for everyone, if you look up Tyrell Nelson, you'll see like his freshman year, he didn't even shoot three pointers in his freshman or sophomore year. But as soon as that junior senior year came around, 
Tyrell was busting threes like it wasn't nothing. He ended his senior year with a three-point average of 50%, so half of his shots were going in. And what yeah, made man. you what made you kind of add that into your game? Well, as a basketball player, and well, really, anything you know, anything you do, and athletically, you know, com- competitive wise and stuff like that, you're always trying to be better. You know, you're always trying to find a way to be better because you know that nobody's perfect. But you want to reach, you want to get as far or as close to perfection as you can. And whatever it is you love to do, you know, for me it's basketball. So, you know, my freshman and sophomore year, uh, I, you know, I was scoring ball and I was doing a lot of things. And, you know, but teams was, they was making, you know, tougher and tougher for me. So I wanted to, you know, expand my game. You know, I, I wanted to expand my game, be able to shoot threes, be able to drive the ball, you know, be able to do, you know, a multitude of things. I don't want to be just a one-trick pony, right. you know. I want, I want to be able to do a multitude of things. And that's when I decided, hey, I'm going to start taking threes. You know, if I start taking threes, then that will open up the court, not only for me, but my other teammates. Right. I think that was real, real important what you said um, about always striving to be better. And I think that's just great advice for life in general. And you should never really become complacent with where you are because like you say nobody's perfect there's always room for growth and having that mentality is going to always keep you going and always keep you going further and further and higher and higher so i think i think that's awesome yeah that's uh, that's pretty amazing and i got i'm not sure did i mention this in the second part about how you just like murdered you came and single-handedly beat Nebraska, basically. <laughs> and they, they were yeah. shocked. Yeah, and I, I was still in it that game. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> and, and I wanted an upset. Uh, I had, I, I uh, think, like three or four upsets uh, throughout my career. And I wanted, I, I wanted one my senior year. You know, I wanted to get one of my last year. And I'm just happy that me and like me and the team was able to get it done that last that against Nebraska. Yeah, we also so again me looking up some stuff on you. I noticed that the senior senior night you held up a jersey. Did they retire your jersey or that was just some kind of award? Oh, that was just an award. Uh, my I think it's my senior night. I was the only senior on the team, so. I was only senior and I was, you know, the best player and I was also, you know, the, the player that's been there all four years and had a great career. And I was, my senior year, I ended up being um, number one division, number one, the leading point scorer in Division One history for Gardner Webb. So, you know, the game was put on ESPNU um, and it was, a, uh, it was against a good team. And so what they did was they uh, put one of my older jerseys in a uh, in a big in a big frame for it. Shadow box, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, because let me let me hold it up. When they were when they were calling out the awards, I was like, oh, you know, you held up the jersey. They were still listing stuff. I was like, man, I can't even hear it because the crowd was going crazy. And it was just like, I yeah. thought it was finished, but it was a, I think it was like a minute and a half or two minute video. And he just kept listing stuff and listing stuff. I was just like, this dude, like, wow. You know, I want to see you on the court. I think I can take you. I think I can take you. He also uh, thinks he can dunk on Michael Jordan. So, you know. <laughs> hey. He's like, I have to kill him. He might kill him. I don't know. I'm confident, though. I mean, you know, I think I can take you this time. You know, give me... Give me about two weeks of straight basketball training, you know, and come back. I'm gonna at least score three or four, three or four points, and we go to a game of five, you know. I, I don't know about that, man. <laughs> hey, we, hey, when you training, I'm training. Oh, all right. Okay, okay, okay. All right, I see you, but that's all right. I, I mean, I block your shot because it's gonna take all that I have anyway to jump up that high, you know, only being five ten and a half. 
It's, it's hard to get up to six, seven. Just make sure I'm there to record it because this would be good footage to put up on the talkingwithtremaine.com site. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of talking, huh? I'll make sure she's there, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. You'll make sure. <laughs> so, you know, you got to have your dad there. We're we going to have this a whole church type thing. So, you know, so everybody can be there. So when it does happen that I drop that last game winning shot, I'm going to just run out the gym. Oh, man. That's going to be, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah. So I'm gonna just run out the gym and keep on running. Everybody gonna be like, "Where did he go?" That's gonna be the event of the century. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to it now. Yeah. Well, look, there you go. I got now. I got. I'm gonna talk some junk. I gotta get out there training. A lot of junk. A lot of junk. Yeah. (laughs) But hey, we got one more question for you, Tyrell, before we wrap it up. So knowing what you know now, and I'm pretty sure I know this answer already. Would you do it all over again? But this one, I may not know. And what is something that you would change? Um, yeah, I'd do it all over again. <laughs> uh, most definitely. Basketball is something I love to do, like I said before. Um, I love making money. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Let me honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doing something I love to do. So that's... For sure, this is you know this is something I would definitely do over again. You know all the ups and the downs. Right. And um, what was your other question? I'm sorry. What is something that you would change when you did it all over again? What What's something? If there is something, what would you change? Probably just my mindset when I was younger. You know, my mindset when I was younger was just that. You know, it's you know it's going to come to me. You know, it's. You know, it's meant to. It's meant for me. It's gonna come. It's gonna come to me and stuff like that. But just because something's meant for you, don't mean that it's just gonna come to you. I learned that. I learned that kind of the hard way when I was a little bit younger. But I was able to turn around and work for it, and able to get to where I'm at now. But if I had known that when I was a little bit younger, and I had worked and much better work at it when I was younger, then you know maybe I'll be you know maybe I'll be somewhere else. You know? Gotcha. That's, that, that may be the only thing. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you again, Tyrell. Definitely enjoy having you on, like David mentioned earlier, on and off the court, just a stand-up guy. So we're definitely thankful and grateful for you joining us today on our show. Yeah. I hope you wish, wish you the best over in Finland. Drop some points for me, but not too many, so I won't get scared. All right. And until next week, y'all, have a great one. Have a great one. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to join Tremaine and David Ellis for another edition of Talking with Tremaine next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to see you here next week.